Sports with Katie Nolan is presented by Coors Light, the beer made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. So they take up oath, the Hippocratic oath. More like the Hippocratic oath. Whoa. Wow. Hello, coffee beans. What? I like coffee. Welcome to Sports, the podcast that ends with the question mark, that starts with a question. I'm Katie Nolan. She's Ashley. Hi. He's Jay. Hello. And this is today's question. Hi, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. Jay. Um, It's Laura and Aaron. um, (laughs) Shut up, Jay. From D.C. He called a few weeks ago. Anyway. We are stuck in the car, and we wanted to know your favorite road trip games ever, because I like counting license plates, and you just, you know, doesn't seem like that's a jam. So, <laughs> anyway, we hope you're having a great day. Oh, um, my, well, our child, uh, Cammie, the German Shepherd, she's here with us, too. She says hello to all of you, and, yep, yeah, okay, bye. Hi, Cammie. <laughs> Who's a good girl? Uh. This is actually a very um, relevant question for us this week. Ashley and I are going on a road trip road tomorrow. Trip. Oh, boy, that's tomorrow. It is. I know. I got to do laundry. Anywho, <laughs> uh, so, Ash, I'd like you to go first, if you could, with Laura's question. What is your favorite road trip game? Because we got four hours to kill in a car tomorrow. Um, oh. We like to take regular songs and make them into opera Who's songs. Who's we now? Who's we? Well, Steve and I. Okay. That's a joke also. I, don't, I, was, I was trying to think of something you'd be upset about. Yeah, I'd be miserable. <laughs> Um, the real answer is the the movie title game. What's that? Where somebody says a movie title, like Die Hard, and then the other person has to add on to it on either the front or the back end. So like Live Free or Die Hard. And then that's the next a, but, that's die, like, but that's a Die Hard movie. Um, I'm just giving an example. That's a bad example. That's Live like, Free or Die Hard Ball. Okay. So then you can have something that starts with ball or ends in live. And then you keep going. A, a good day to die. Oh, that's another They're die all hard. die hard. You're like, <laughs> die hard with a vengeance. Like Fast and the <laughs> Furious. Fast, <laughs> Fast and the Furious 2. Okay. Two men and a baby. Okay. I, I get Is it. Is that a show? I think so. I'm not good at the game. Yeah, you seem very bad at it. <laughs> and but then you see so the fun. goal is you have to remember all the other ones yeah, and you have add to, to it. Yeah. I don't like it. You've never tried it. My favorite road trip game is uh, look at, called Look at Your Phone. Oh. Where you, um, if you're not driving, you uh, look at your phone and sit mm. in silence, play some music that you like. Why do we always have to make road trips like, okay, we're in a car, we can't leave, Cause the, let's play games. Because the driver can't look at their phone. Yeah, but the driver gets to pick the music they want to listen to. That's, I mean, that's cool, but if it's four hours, then it's kind of like... You I want to um, interact because Steve is always on his phone when I'm driving and I don't do it when he's driving yeah, so that's that I can fair. interact with him. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Um, here's a question I have. Austin's coming with us tomorrow. He is. And he's sleeping. Hopefully. So what do we have to do? What are the rules? Do we have to be quiet? Uh, uh, that would be the preference. So we just have to sit quietly, but you want to play a game? I never said I wanted to play a game. I was asked. No, what I know my favorite road trip. Game I know. And now I'm asking you, what are we going to do tomorrow? It depends if he's asleep or not. I mean, we still like listen to podcasts or music. Just no speaking. No, you can talk. I'm just trying to feel out what the it's, rules it's are a here. Weird, because like usually Steve and I are in the front, and he's in the car seat in the back. But since there's going to be four of us and mm-hmm. a car seat, it's probably mm-hmm. going to be you and me in the back seat, and Austin in between us. Oh, you think? Yeah, that makes sense. And 
God, we're going to have fun. We're going to take pictures. He's not going to want to sleep. I'm going to draw on his face <laughs> while he's sleeping. Uh, like, what? we had a party. <laughs> Got to start him early. Uh, thank you for calling, Lori. I hope, you're, uh, hope you guys are out of the car by now. <laughs> that would be really bad. Uh, if you guys want to. Leave us a voicemail. I'm not sure why it's like a lisp when you do it. It's just like va 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 Leave va 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 Leave va voicemail. Sure, whatever. Um, 860-506-5571. Um, it's important that they get the number or they can't call. Uh, today on the podcast, you guys, uh, you picked six for us because I tweeted out that we've done two shows in, in two days and we are tired. And uh, then later for our game portion of the podcast, Ashley... Apparently has a very special story that she wants to tell us. Um, she hasn't told me all week because she said she's going to save it for the pod. So we're going to do it in the second half of the podcast. I don't know that I want to tell yeah, you. Yeah, we'll get into it. But we're going to guess. I'm going to try to guess what it is. I got 20 questions. Um, but first, here we are in friendly banter. Ooh. I don't. You make it. Okay. What? You have notes on the drum roll? No, it's just that it makes it feel like a thing, and the friendly banter is supposed to just be like, hey, how was your weekend? Hey. And if you do a drum roll, then it's like a letdown. I don't want to let people down by asking you, um, I, I had something to say here. I don't remember. Oh, was that we're going on a road trip? <laughs> we did that already. <laughs> so I guess I don't really have any friendly... You look nice today. Oh, that's a lie. No, it isn't. I showered. That's why I said you look nice today. Yeah. Did you want to say it back? Or? Oh, Jay, you look nice today. Wow. Thanks, Ashley. He's not even <laughs> in the room kidding. with us. You're wearing a really nice sweater today. I got a Miller Lite sweater on because they sent me a Miller Lite Christmas sweater. And if it's free, it's for me. <laughs> Ashley and I are going to, the reason we're going on this road trip, we're going to my family's Christmas party um, that they do every year where it's just a bunch of drunk strangers all get together and we play games. And so. Uh, Wait, they play games? Oh my God, so many games. Like what? Well, the main one we call Tapehead. I know that's not what it's called, but you sit in a circle and you get a famous person taped to your head and you have to ask yes or no questions in you, order to, and if you get a no, then it goes on to the next person, but you get to keep asking as you get yeses. Do you get really mad at people? Oh boy. <laughs> uh, there have been years, I've cried a couple yep. years. Uh-huh. There have been like people, You. my mom never can figure out when to start the game, so she'll sometimes do it way too late when everyone's already sh- and I get annoyed when people aren't paying attention oh. or when it's finally their turn again and they ask the same question they asked last time. It just bugs me because it's like, I get it. We're all having fun, but like, and just keep track but of what you're doing. serious. I know. I ruin everything. <laughs> I, I, uh, my brother's worse than me. So, uh, really? it, yeah. So, you know, my mom says we're not going to do it this year, but I told her she's an idiot. So we'll see what happens. She's looking for other games to play. And I was like, I can bring Cards Against Humanity, but Game of Things all day. Yeah, but it's get you don't we don't know the people. You won't know any people, so it's impossible to guess who wrote what in That's Game what of Things. Fun. No, Ashley, that doesn't make any sense. It sure does. Okay, you can produce it. <laughs> I probably will. I know it'll be disorganized. It'll be like, guys, can you listen? Hold on, everyone, listen. You're gonna to be me. hammered. Because you got no kid, and it's just going to be a bunch of people that don't, don't care. Don't know me. Yeah, and you, well, it's a bunch of people that I don't know either, but they know me. But whatever. It's going to be really fun. I'm excited. I'm excited. Or it's going to be awful. It'll be great. Mm. I can't wait to meet Cammy. It's going to be a treat. It's going to be a treat. Cammy, not my, not the German Shepherd. <laughs> uh, my mother. Oh, Cammy as oh well. you meant your mom. I meant yeah. the German, but that's oh. okay. It's also your mom. Sure. Uh, which now means it's time for, there it is, official show business. Yeah. We're in the part of the podcast where we tell you official show and or pod business. 
which last week we decided are separate from friendly banter. We're evolving as a pod. Uh, official show business. I don't know if we've said this on here yet. I don't think we have. No. We're going to be on network TV this weekend. Yes. On Sunday during the during the Patriots Steelers game. It's fine. It's fine. It's at 4 p.m. Eastern on ABC. Uh, an hour long special yep. called Always Late with Katie Nolan. Uh, we filmed that yesterday. And it's, I think it's pretty good. I, I agree. It's some like best of clips of our show, but the, but there's a bunch of original stuff in there too. And the original stuff we did is really, I think, good. We recap the year in sports, teach some lessons to learn for 2019. And, uh, there's, we do like a sketch parody with a special guest. So you should tune in or I will totally understand if you'd rather DVR it. But either way, you should watch it. It's going to be pretty fun. And it's on network TV. That's so exciting. I'm not probably going to watch it. <laughs> You're not going to watch it back? No, because I, I, A, I was there. Yes. And B, uh, it's the Pats game, the Pats and the Steelers. Well, we'll DVR it. Yeah. Sure. I'm going to watch it. Okay, Jay, you win. Do you have any official show business? Uh, yes. We made shoes. Oh, yeah. We should say that, too. For JaVale McGee. Last week. Last, after last week's show. And we're trying to have people encourage Javel to wear them. It was Wednesday. Oh my gosh! I was like, "What? That was, I was like, that was a week and a <laughs> half, like three ago. weeks ago. We made oh these my shoes. God. Yeah, oh my god, tired. that was two days. Yikes! Yikes! <laughs> Here's the deal. Uh, most Tuesdays, I stay up until like six in the morning finishing that monologue, and uh, that happened this week. And then we had to do a show again on Thursday, so it feels like it's been three weeks since that. It so. was later than six, too. You were in that dock at like seven forty-five. It was eight thirty. I went to sleep at eight thirty, and I had to get up at ten. Anywho, so we got Javale McGee some, some shoes. We made him custom shoes, and we sent them to him. We have confirmation that they made it to his locker, mm-hmm. but we have not heard back, and I have not seen them on his feet. But you know what? I did see what I thought you were going to say it. Oh. He got dunked on really hard. So hard. Was that last, Jay, was that last night? Or was that two, two nights, nights ago? Which day of the week was that, Jay? Jay? Day is Jay, it Jay? Where, where are Jay, we? Jay, <laughs> has that happened yet or is that in the future? <laughs> yeah, he got ago. dunked on. He fell. It, it was like, like he fell a lot. It was a lot of dunking. And a lot of falling. And a lot of falling. And, and you people, know, people that, were like, you know what could have prevented that? Wearing those always late with Katie Nolan shoes. Damn right. You're damn right. Uh, they're pretty cool looking. And the deal is what we said. Did you figure any of this out yet? Because I didn't. Yeah, if he okay. wears them, then we're going to make another pair and auction those off for a good cause. I know. I'm saying, did you figure out the cause and or the where we do that? We'll when, figure it out later. We, I know. That's why I, I'm asking. Also did well, because I didn't want to say it again and then have us be like, wait, we actually. Because, you know, I know it's for charity, but auctioning things off, weirdly enough, as a television show, they make it hard for you. There's like a lot of legal loopholes to jump through. Yeah. But we're going to make it happen. If he wears the shoes, we're going to make another pair that look just like it. And we're going to auction those ones off for charity. They're really cool looking. If you haven't seen them, you can go to the Always Late uh, Twitter. They're white. Always Late they, ESPN. They look weird because we taped them. We recorded the footage of them in a purple light. They're white shoes with purple and yellow accents. They're yeah. really cool. I think Paul put a photo up on Instagram too. They're dope. Oh, he did? Yeah. Good for Paul. Yay, Paul. Okay, so is that all of our friendly banter? Jay, did you? what are you doing this weekend? <laughs> Oh, Wait, hey. that's going back to friendly banter. I can't do that. Can't, do you have any show updates? We can't go back. Um, I'm just really tired. Is Will Kane wearing a suit? Oh, yeah. Does he always wear a suit? Yeah, so Pretty I'm in yeah. another room again. <laughs> <laughs> I see the back of Jay's head I'm and the side Will of Will Kane's face. What's he yelling about? Oh, I could not even tell you. Read his lips. Oh, wait, hang on. I'm going to try and read the Chiron. Comparing young QBs in the NFL right now. 
Mm. Okay. So it's like, you know, Patrick Mahomes versus. Go ahead. Say another. <sighs> Go ahead. Lamar Jackson. Okay. He was good. Baker Mayfield. Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. <laughs> whatever. No. Oh. Quarterbacks. Okay. You did great, Jay. Good job, Jay. Well, Kane and I are friends, guys. All, All right. right. We're going to get into the show now. But before we do that, today's show is brought to you by Quip. What? Quip. Okay. I said it like Do they know that you're saying it that way? Or? No, but I said it <laughs> like how Shannon Sharp says, Skip! Quip! Just a little, a little impersonation before the impersonation. Ashley, who's going to tell all the people about Quip? How about a Soul Cycle instructor? I've never been to Soul Cycle in my life. <laughs> me either, but I Googled it. Hey, Jay, you want to hit me with some music for this? Uh, I think I got a good good something something. Well, you go to Soul Cycle, so oh, you get it. I, you don't have to tell everybody. I just told everybody. Wait, why are you ashamed? Out. You exercise. That's cool. No. Right. I am. I just play. You. Just play. Oh, okay. All right, everyone. Here we go. <laughs> nice and easy. Get it started. And pump. When you think of the perfect gift. You probably don't know, think of an electric toothbrush! But the Quip Electric Toothbrush is one of the most gift-guided gifts of the season! And here's why! It's perfect! For everyone! With a mouth and it's something they'll use twice every day! Keep it going! Cause Quip is the gift that keeps refreshing! <laughs> With brush heads automatically delivered on a dentist recommended schedule every three months for just $5. And you can even gift prepaid refills for a year to make sure they're real cave just walked out. And I just want that to be known. This is not Don't soundproof. Stop. Don't stop. Keep going. You got it. You got it. Push through. His face. All right, y'all. Quip is one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association. And it has thousands of verified five-star reviews. Let's take a nice break. Bring it down. Whew. You know, I love Quip because it sticks to my window, my mirror. And it's just right there reminding me that it's time to brush. And I love that. You ready to go up this hill together? Let's pump it. And pump. And go, and right, left, right, left. That's how you use a bike. <laughs> quip, 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 quip. Looks like a big ticket tech gift. Quip, 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 quip. It has a stocking stuff for a price. Quip, 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 quip. Starts at just 25 bucks. Quip, 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 quip. I'm saying quip, not quit. Don't stop. Keep going. Ride that bike all the way to getquip.com slash Nolan right now. Get your first refill pack free. Did he jump? I don't, sure. They went off a cliff. Oh. And we landed. First <laughs> refill pack free. Second hill. Here we go. Say it with me. It's com slash N. L-A-N Woo! Yes! Good work! Nice job, everybody! 
Okay, so my right leg um, is sore now <laughs> from bouncing to the rhythm of a bike. Okay, uh, halfway through. Pretending to soul cycle. Yeah, halfway through, Will Kane walked out of his studio <laughs> and right past this little closet where Ashley and I do this. Room is not soundproof. Nope. And apparently he gave me a dirty look. No, it wasn't dirty. He just, you were cycling. It probably looked like I, yeah, <laughs> I was bouncing. Up. Yeah. And he was just, it was a, a big WTF. Not great. I do think if this career doesn't work out for me, though, wow. I have another. That was, that was inspirational. That was something. That music was perffect, Jay. Really chef's kiss. Thanks, guys. All right, let's quickly run through these uh, six stories you guys gave us. You know, I'll be honest, there may be a couple more than six because you guys sent some good ones. But what we'll do is we'll just barely talk about the other ones. <laughs> cool? Great. Awesome. That's fine. You're making a face like... It's, um, the, the thing we do is picks. You know, there's a person with a podcast called Pick Six that's like kind of mad that we're doing their thing. Really? Yeah. Well, I don't... What's the conceit of the, theirs? That they pick... I think they pick six stories and they talk about them. Oh. It's a good idea. So you stole it, is what I'm saying. Well, obviously, I didn't know about it. Super Bowl. Our first story is the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, IPA haver, which, oh, God. <laughs> I don't think we'd be friends in real life. Uh, said he wants us to talk about reports that nobody wants to play the Super Bowl halftime show with Maroon 5. Wah, wah. To which I thought, there's no way that's true. So I looked it up. It's true. Huh. It's being sarcastic. Of course, it's true. Uh, this was from an Us Weekly report. With less than two months before Adam Levine and Maroon 5 take stage at Super Bowl Lee 53 uh, in Atlanta, the band is, quote, having a lot of trouble finding guests, end quote, to perform with them, a source reveals. Uh, No one wants to associate themselves with the NFL in light of its response to the uh, protests, Colin Kaepernick's protests against police brutality. So that's where we're at. Apparently they wanted Cardi B because she does that one song with them. And uh, her team said, uh, as of today, she's not. She's been going back and forth, but it's a no right now. Obviously, Rihanna, earlier this year, turned it down because of uh, that. I also think Cardi B previously said, I'll do it as soon as you put uh, Kat back in the league. She did. So, yeah. So, uh, interesting. How I feel about it is like, yeah, that's, you don't get, the NFL does a lot to uh, cater to fans and try to, like, ride this line right down the middle. And, like, this is what you get from that. Like, they don't want to upset the the people who think it's a, a military disrespect or whatever, the stupid goalpost they've moved it to. Uh, and so they to appease those people, they do all this other stuff. They're not really doing anything to appease the people that are like, yeah, no, it's a peaceful protest about police brutality. Um, so I, I think it makes perfect sense. I think it's kind of cool, actually. Yeah. Because there's not a much bigger stage than halftime of the Super Bowl. So for people to be like, what I believe is more important to me than that. You know who it puts in a really bad position is Maroon 5. <laughs> well, they said yes. I know. But they I think they said yes before everybody said no, or was it they were the last option? I'm just thinking in terms of like, oh, now you look like uh, none of these people want to do it because they believe in this thing. And if you're Maroon 5 and you're like, we we believe in that thing too. Well, obviously not. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Or they just didn't think of it. Right. I'm not saying they're not in... The wrong, I'm just saying that's a tough position to be in now. Like, no one wants to hang out with us. And also, we look bad. But how about all them bangers they have, Maroon 5, I, but though? But also, like, the cat... <laughs> Sunday the, morning. It's not like the, I don't think they'd play... Some, do you think they'll play the good old ones, or do you think no, they're just going to do all their new they're ones? They're going to play that boring stuff. I mean, this is just like having Coldplay, but it's like Coldplay June. It's like JV Coldplay. <laughs> that's, they should change their name to that. You seem offended. Do you love no, Maroon 5? In, in my brain, I'm think, I'm, my, 
first of all, really struggling with words today. That's okay. We all are. The, um, the, the fans will forgive us. Thanks, guys. You're the best. Uh, like, Kaepernick, it's not like that was this year. Yeah. So why didn't anybody say this at last year's Super Bowl? I think the world takes a long time to catch up to sports stories. That's fair. I also think they felt this way last year uh, about Kaepernick, but there wasn't... uh, I think they had probably secured who was going to do the halftime show earlier in the... I actually don't know the answer to your question, but I would say that it's now gotten to... That story has been three, four years, three years? Yeah. It's been a long time. So do you think they're using Kaepernick as an excuse? Like, do they just not want to perform with Maroon 5? No, I think that it's become a... uh, it's become a story that represents this clash between one side of people yeah. on one side of it and people on the other. And it's become sort of like a, a sticking point of like, where do you fall on this issue? And if you're on this side or this side, they're, they don't agree. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's sort of like a, a thing. I don't know words. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> words, words, words. People use it to tell their fan base <laughs> who <laughs> they are and what kind of person they are. You know? Just like, you know, feelings on cilantro. Um, more on the Super Bowl, though. Ryan W. Uh, at Shoes of Red said SpongeBob at the Super Bowl. And I was like, wait, is that who might be performing with Maroon 5? Uh, no, Katie, it's not that. I, I dug in and I found this. On Monday, obviously, um, and this might have been mon- a couple Mondays ago, yeah, but Mondays. I don't know. There's no time. Uh, Steven Hillenberg died and he uh, created SpongeBob SquarePants. And so, uh, in honor of his passing, one brilliant fan hatched a plan to celebrate Hillenberg in the best way he knew how by getting the song from that episode where SpongeBob plays a halftime show into the actual 2019 Super Bowl. The fan, his name is Israel Kalunga or Kalunga, hopped on change.org and launched a petition calling for Sweet Victory to be featured in the upcoming halftime show. As a tribute to Hillenberg's legacy, his contributions to a generation of children, and to truly showcase the greatness of the song. Apparently, the world agreed, and it already has, at the time of this printing, which was probably weeks ago, or a year ago, I don't know, uh, more than 50,000 signatures. <laughs> and it's still climbing. So people want that to happen. I've never watched Spongebob. I, uh, I've, I haven't either. I've seen parts. It was one of those the shows Sponge that part I... or it, the bob? The bob part. part. <laughs> I'm mostly the pants. I like the pants part. Uh... It was one of those shows that I was like, why does everybody like this? And then I smoked weed one time and was like, I get it now. But I, you, if you watch it, you're like, I don't But don't kids understand. really like it? Yeah. Anyway, they just- Our next story uh, from Mike Kataja. <laughs> what? Kataja? Mike Kataja? Yeah. I used to work with him. Oh. Uh, well, Ashley's best friend tweeted. <laughs> I didn't know he can was we talk? Hi, Sasa. Can we talk about how- What'd you just say? I said, hi, Sasa. Why? Because that was a nickname. Sasa? Salsa? Salsa. 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 Yeah. From? Just a nickname. I don't know. Anyway. (laughs) Can we talk about how the Carolina Hurricanes will be wearing Hartford Whalers jerseys December 23rd and how weird that is? Maybe compare it to, oh, look at him. He's producing. Maybe compare it to other sports relocations and how that would look. OKC wearing Supersonics or something else. Lots of Connecticut Whaler fans are pissed. This is one of those stories, if you just look at the surface and you're not a, a Connecticut fan, um, you're like, oh, cool, they're bringing back the jersey because everybody loves that jersey. I loved that jersey, it's and I will jersey. remind people they did play their first two seasons in Boston as the Boston Whalers. Regardless. Uh, so, yeah, they're they're going to—the Hurricanes are the team that the Whalers became when they moved. Mm-hmm. And so they're paying tribute, as they phrased it, to their history by bringing back these jerseys. They're going to wear them on the 23rd. 
Um, and Whalers fans feel like, yo, you took our team and now you're going to wear our jerseys. It's not fair. One fan, Fulham Tarheel, tweeted, This is not the Whalers. This is the Canes, sir. Selling them, fine. Wearing them in preseason, fine as well. Wearing them during two of the 82 official games, a bridge too far for me. Congrats on the money you'll make, sir. But this Caniac since 1997 is angry. And what I'd like to say there is, first of all, why doesn't Will Kane call his fans Caniacs? <laughs> That's my first question. I believe he calls them the Willisha, which answers my question. I get what he's going for there. Uh, second question. Are you a Caniac since 1997? Does that mean you still you still root for the... That's You're gonna, mad. Yeah, that's confusing. So he's is he a, mad? He's a Hurricanes fan, right? So he's mad about the, wh- the fact that they're wearing it from the Canes side. Yeah, yeah. Why? That doesn't make any sense. Because it's like you're representing another team. I guess. I think that's stupid. Uh, Chris Boulet t- uh, t- took the other side. Said the city of Hartford royally screwed up by letting the NHL get the rights to the logo back. But this is just absolutely awful. Twenty one years later, and the NHL and the Hurricanes are still finding ways to kick us in the pants. <laughs> It's a nice way of saying what he wanted to say. Uh, The Whalers logo slash name has nothing to do with Carolina. And then Jade Hoy, who I believe used to work here. Yeah, also used to work with Jade. Yeah. Let's stop celebrating this and remember the Whalers were stolen from the great fans of Hartford, Connecticut by corrupt politicians. Got to hear. So uh, people do really seem to be upset about it. Ashley, what do you think? I think the worst part is that they're wearing them against the Bruins. So a lot of people who used to be Whalers fans and are Bruins fans oh, now yeah. are like, not only do I have to watch my old logo, I have to watch it against the team I yeah. root for now. That's both. It's real messed up. It is really, really messed up. Why did they pick that day? You think it was specific? I don't know. I think it's the a Bruins, real kick in the pants. You know? It is a real kick in the pants. Kick me right in the shin of these pants. Um, I also will say, I think the Bruins should wear Whalers jerseys. Be like, well, we, they used to be in Boston. They should both wear them. Yeah. And then funny. everyone would be confused. We'd all have a whale of a time. Whoa! Whoa. We used to have a place called Whalen Park. And they would. that was their song. Who? Jay, you pull that up? Yes! I'm snapping. That's me. It's not in the song. Number is 508 342 3780. 508, baby. You have a whale of a time. There you go. I forgot that she did the whale of a park. Nobody makes theme songs like that anymore. I don't know. Theme parks. What am I talking about? Next story. <laughs> uh, Ash, do you have thoughts on Carson Wentz being hurt? Because we could skip it, but Mandy Qualls did say she'd love to hear our thoughts on uh, Carson Wentz and Manuel Acho. Basically, they, the Eagles don't know if Carson Wentz is going to play this weekend against the Rams or if they're going to play, if he's going to play at all for the rest of the season because he has a fractured vertebrae, which they essentially said may have been there for a while and has been getting progressively worse. I saw reports that they knew and they didn't tell him. There's conflicting reports. Okay. Um, and then Emmanuel Acho, who played for the Eagles a while ago, came out and said when he was on the team, he broke his thumb. He broke his thumb and they told him they thought it was just scar tissue and then somebody else like tore their ACL and they said it was just like a tight hip a flexor hip something, or something. Yeah. And so his implication was that the medical team was willingly misleading players because they have the best interest of the team at heart and yeah. not the players, which is like malpractice. Yeah. Um. So they take a oath. 
The Hippocratic Oath. More like the Hippocratic Oath. Whoa. Wow. Swim, 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 swim. Get woke, <laughs> So those are my thoughts. Those are your thoughts. I, I, you no. didn't say any thoughts. I know, I know. It's just, it's kind of, I, it's weird because they're, as a kid, you're taught to trust all adults. As an adult, you're taught to trust Question lawyers and doctors. And those are the people who are like not allowed to lie to you. And so when you think that there are a number of people who are out there who could be getting willingly misled, that really sucks, especially if it's a franchise you care about. Um, so I don't want to believe it, but I bet it's probably true. And you and I talked briefly earlier about when the NFL introduced like an unbiased medical expert into the concussion protocol because they wanted to make sure that players were really actually safe to come back into a game. Mm -hmm. And I feel like maybe that should be the practice for like inside team locker rooms as well. Yeah. Or like doctors shouldn't do fucked up. That's those. Yeah. But doctors are humans and all humans do fucked up. I don't do fucked up. No, most humans. Most. Get your phone off the table. What is this? Your first day? Jesus. I thought it was a, just a really fast drum roll. I don't, I don't think anybody heard it. I think they did. Did you hear it, it Jay? Just a vibration. No, nobody heard it. <laughs> I heard it. Thanks, Jay. It's because they supported him about Soul Cycle. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, it's just it, one of the things that's very weird is to read articles that say, you know, Wentz might not play. If he can't go, Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles will suit up. And yeah. you're like, that's so strange. Yeah, but remember how that made you feel last year when that happened? Oh, I was devastated. I think this might be great for you guys. So uh, who knows? Maybe we'll win it again this year, and that'd be cool. cool. I'd be down for that. I doubt it. So next, <laughs> we have a go look it up, because I saw it, and I'm obsessed. And Sarah Connors tweeted that we should talk about the St. Louis Blues puppy, if oh, you haven't seen it. Gosh. Uh, I retweeted a shorter version of the video, but I believe somebody replied to my tweet with a longer version, and you should just watch it all day long. The St. Louis Blues got a puppy that they're helping train to become a service dog, and uh, there's a video from a few weeks ago of him with Doc Emmerich that's really cute. Actually, that might have been three days ago. I don't know. Just look it up. <laughs> um, and then there's the video yesterday he came to practice, which was a little bit ironic because two days ago at practice, the two of the Blues players got into a fight, and then the next day at practice, there was a puppy on the ice, so it's kind of a stark contrast. But the puppy is so cute, and he so picks cute. up the stick, and he goes down the ice with it. Go oh, look it. Uh, yeah, it's really, really cute. And I also thought this would be a good opportunity to bring up something that somebody else said, which is Stephen Leach, who tweeted uh, what sports retrievers would be best at. Baseball. Okay, you sound unconscious. Oh, oh, just the catching part. I think not so much the throwing. Ultimate frisbee. <laughs> oh, that's a great. But again, with the throwing, they don't. You don't. Not everyone has to throw. There's video. He can't evidence. throw the ball and also catch the ball. There's that's video true. evidence that retrievers are the best at basketball. It's called Airbud. Oh boy, it's a that's movie. what about just a track? Movie. They'd be great at track. But I don't <laughs> think they're that fast, are they? Uh, compared to humans, yeah, yeah. I don't know anything. What about the Snuggle Olympics? I love the Snuggle Olympics. <laughs> also, related mascot or live animal news: um, a Mexican football team got a lion. What Club Leon got a little baby lion, and they have their mascot holding up the little baby <gasps> lion, like and Simba. I'm like, yeah, and like that's dope. Until like two years from now, <laughs> you can't get a lion. What are you doing? What about well, that video of the guy who reunites with his lion friend? Yeah, totally. Sure, these are one-offs. These animals want to kill us. What if they're training it to be like an assistance lion? They shouldn't do that because I don't think lions lion. should be forced to assist. He's a service lion. He's not a service lion, you guys. You're not going to get him on your flight by putting a service lion vest on him that you bought for a couple bucks on eBay. Uh, oh, that's a good idea. Uh, 
we'll skip that one. We'll also skip that. I just shout out to Liverpool. They're at the top of the table. We don't top have to talk about of that. the table. It's okay. Top of the table, Jay. Yep. We... And Mo Salah won. Um, was it African Footballer of the Year yes. again? Second, second year in a row. row. Eh, 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 eh. We're happy about that. We're happy about that. I was bummed we were up in time to watch um, Liverpool over the weekend. You were bummed? I was bummed because we were up. We put the game on and then Austin decided he wanted something else. Wow. And then Mo got a hat trick. Rude. I know. It was really it was really irresponsible of him. Really rude. I thought he was going to be a new. see it. I thought he was going to be a red. I guess I was wrong. Yeah, Jay, you saw that hat trick? I just wanted to make sure that you saw it. I watched that game and Did then you? I watched another one that didn't go as great. Which one was that? Us. Which one was that? It was uh, Chelsea versus City. Uh-huh. How'd that, what was the score of that one? It was 2-0. Yeah. Not for the good guys. Yeah. It was on the top of the table. Uh, top of the table. <laughs> Liverpool is now on the top of the table. Top of the table, Jay! By one point. But they have a big match this weekend against United. Welcome to Premier League Live. I'm Rebecca Lowe. <laughs> okay, so next that you sent in was this one. Ooh, okay. At the Ball Hogs. Tweeted. Nope, at Ball Hog Show. Tweeted. Uh, talk about the kid from Sex Island. <laughs> And I was like, what? so again, I, I, we've said it, but when we do shows, you got to go into a cave where you just focus on what you're doing, the monologue and all the other stuff on that week, and you just kind of bang it out. So I will come out of that cave and be like, what has happened in the last 24 hours? When we did two shows back to back, that's 48 hours I'm out of the loop. So I was like, I don't know the Sex Island story. Then I had to pause for a moment because I was at my work computer and I went to Google <laughs> Kid Sex Island, and then I was like, "This oh, could that's go." A different kind of island. <laughs> no, I was like, "Kid wins trip Sex Island," and I didn't know what was going to happen, and I also didn't know if I would get in trouble. But it is technically a work search. Mm-hmm. What I eventually found is this story, the headline of which is "16-year-old virgin wins trip to infamous Sex Island resort after entering with his dad's credit card." Apparently, this is a thing where they give you this trip to this place called Sex Island. It's an island, I believe, in the Caribbean, but they don't tell you which island it is. Are you looking at me like that because you say Caribbean? Don't no, be that I don't. I say Caribbean. Okay. Uh, it's a controversial event. Go figure. Um, organized by the Good Girls Company. It doesn't sound like it. No. And it takes places on a, takes place on an undisclosed island. According to a report by the Daily Mail, it's scheduled to begin on December 14th. Shout out to right now, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shout yeah. out and to it, the island. You know what day it is. And it runs until December. <laughs> only because I know I have two things healthcare-wise due tomorrow. Oh, and so I know that I, it's the 14th. Uh, runs until December 17th and will host 30 men. Shocking. I wonder if there's any women. Because that would be a great troll. If you're just like, 30 of you are on Sex Island. Uh, you're welcome. The, the, it, the, it promises attendees access to, oh, access to seems important, unlimited sex. Oh, no, there it is. Unlimited sex with two girls per day. Uh, I'm not sure how, how you could promise sex. Legally? Two, I don't, unless it's an island of Sex workers, in which case they're be it, if they're being compensated, it has to be. But I don't understand. Okay, so it says two girls per day, free booze, and a drugs-friendly environment. Does, Ooh, I would like a friendly drugs environment. It's just all Molly and weed. <laughs> none of the, none of the mean stuff. Uh. Okay. I have questions. I'm not done. Do you want me to keep going oh. before you ask him or do you want to ask him now? Sure. No, sure, sure, sure. So uh, 
when he, Brian, the kid who won, the 16-year-old, said, when I told my parents they were very angry, but then my dad researched about <gasps> it and liked what he saw, too. He decided that I could go and signed a permission slip because I'm not a an adult. A permission slip? A kid who's never had sex before is going to have sex with two girls per day because his dad signed a permission slip. And I don't know uh, what I'm supposed to do with that information. I can... Brian reportedly told organizers that he, quote, can't sleep properly due to the excitement. Quote, I want to have sex for the first time. Losing my virginity is really important to me at this time in my life. You're 16. You need a permission slip. You're not like, oh, man, I've really been trying for so long. You're 16. It's actually, I would argue, weirder to lose your virginity this way. I don't think that's. At six, no, but I mean, he might be like, oh, I'm so cool. My friends are going to think I'm cool. It's like, nah, you had to go to Prostitute Island in order to have sex. And you're in high school. Like, now's the, it's everywhere. Like, Shouldn't be. 16's too young, but that's just me. I don't want to be the old person. So, as a parent, you're sending your 16-year-old to an island. Like, forget the sex for a second. Oop, the drugs. The drugs and yeah. the booze. Yeah. How do you sign off on that? Um, I don't know. Alone? With like, do you happen to know if they're all like going to I be just, safe? Oh, These I are, don't know. Like, I just don't understand how the dad wasn't like, "Yo, you used my credit card, so I won." Bye. Yeah, yeah. well, I don't <laughs> think the mom probably sanctioned that. She but didn't she, sanction this either. This is ridiculous. It's why you're very offended. I'm no, I'm just I think it's mad. Funny. Yeah, because I, I try to th- like, you know, as a parent, I think about if I was in this situation, what I would do. And like, I'm thinking if I was the sex worker that had to have sex with a 16 year old, what I would do. Honestly, that's probably that's a better. Crime, is it not? Oh, that's a, well, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> and if he signs a permission slip, yeah, does that make it not a crime? <laughs> hey, there's a question we can f- explore some other day. If I sign a piece of paper that says you can murder me and then you murder me, are we good? <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm dead. But are you legally fine? Probably. How, yeah. What is the jurisdiction on uh, per- permission slips? Uh, what are you allowed to sign away? That's a because he just signed, his dad signed a permission slip that said a woman is allowed to essentially commit statutory statutory rape. Well, we don't know how old the women are on the island. Ew! No, I'm just saying, like, if there are other, like, isn't it like if it's an 18-year-old woman and a 16-year-old boy, it's like not... I can't, I don't even want to go I, down the thought process that it would sports. be a bunch of men being sold a trip to an island that's all young. I don't, let's... This is why we stick to sports. And sticking <laughs> to sports, to. Uh, Shoes of Ryan also tweeted that he wanted us to talk about the Steph Curry thing, which I assume was the moon landing uh, story. Or lack thereof. So Steph Curry went on a podcast, a ringer podcast? He went on a pod and apparently said that he thought the United States didn't actually land on the moon. And so obviously everybody picked it up because that's a conspiracy theory and a famous person said it. It's just like the Kyrie flat earth thing. Mm. Um I saw he has since said he was joking, which I can kind of relate to because conspiracy theories before they've come back into the mainstream and all of a sudden been a thing that people do and make a bunch of money off of uh, are funny because a lot of them are like it's you could sarcastically use them as a joke to indicate that a person's crazy. Like uh, I went to Houston for the Super Bowl two years ago and they I got a like a NASA tour of the you know houston we have a problem and um and i was walking through and there was a room that had cameras in it and like a green screen or something and i said is this the room where you guys fake the moon landing as a joke did they laugh uh, no no well 
Like one person <laughs> chuckled and then another person was like, don't say that around here. And I was like, whoa, okay, <gasps> sensitive. But like I was clearly joking. I don't think we faked a moon landing. It's just a funny thing that people think. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if he really was joking, I didn't listen to the podcast because I haven't had a second to think about it. But um, if he really was joking, I get it. That would suck if somebody then was like, Katie Nolan believes we didn't blah, blah, blah. And then all these people gave their opinions on what they thought when it, they didn't even ask me what I thought. Um but it made me think, if you could have one famous conspiracy theory like that you maybe believe in or that you wouldn't mind people thinking you believed in, what would it be? You don't have one? I don't have one off the top of my head. Let me I, think. Mine would be the Denver airport. What's the Denver Underneath airport? the Denver airport is like a, um, a uh, not a bomb shelter, but like a safe house for the Illuminati. The Denver airport's fucking weird, man. It is great. It's huge. Watch a YouTube video one time, okay? And you'll see there used to be, I don't know if this has changed recently. I feel like I read somewhere in my Google alerts about this conspiracy theory that this part might have changed. But there used to be a, an, a city ordinance that you couldn't build anything within like five miles or something of the actual airport. So there was n- there's nothing around it. And on your drive in, there's this horse this it has like red laser eyes. Mm-hmm. And when the guy that was building that horse was building it, it fell on him and killed him. Oh. And yet it's still there. Then there's like it's on a uh, Native American burial ground, I believe. And so there's a section of the airport that has to have like a thing for that, like an, in honor of it. It's all really weird. But there's a conspiracy theory that it's like got a bomb shelter or a nuclear fallout center for like the Illuminati. And I'm just, I wouldn't be mad if people were like, Katie Nolan thinks the Denver airport's got some shit going on. I'd be okay with it. I really liked the TV show Roswell a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So maybe like something along the Area 51. Oh, alien yeah. Vein. That's actually not a bad one. Area 51. I feel like they re- just released a bunch of files that were like, yeah, that's real. It's got to be, right? Because if we're not focusing any of our resources on studying alien life, what are we're we doing? Fucking really? it- I know you're joking. We'd have to be insane. I have long said I think the only thing that's going to bring us together as people is when, like, the enemy isn't people. <laughs> when there's another thing that we can be like, oh, shit, we do have to kind of get warming. over it. Yeah. Nope, that didn't work. <laughs> we tried that. That's just a hoax. There's a hoax I wouldn't mind being uh, attributed to me, that the, the earth is warming up. <laughs> Go ahead and attribute that hoax to me. What about you, Jay? You went on chemtrails or something? <laughs> No, I I was going to say the Illuminati is real, too. I feel like that is definitely... I st- I, the only reason I think it might not be is because I still haven't gotten my invite. And mm. I feel like once that New York Post article came out, I should have gotten a, something in the mail about it. But, maybe, but that's it in what the mail. you would say if you were in the Illuminati and you didn't want us to know. Our next topic. <laughs> <laughs> Bad Santas. Now, this is a me topic. I haven't been keeping track. How many stories is this? I feel like we've done 15. Uh, it's fine. Uh, pick 25 is today's pod. Uh, so I saw this in the, in the car yesterday. Ashley and I were going home after two very long days of work. We were in an Uber and, or it was two days ago. I don't know when this was. It was late at night. (laughs) I don't know either. Okay. And it said, I had a story from CNN and the headline, she, Ashley had just said, what are we going to talk about on the pod this week? And I was like this, and I showed it to her. Um, it was a, it's, I wish I had the exact tweet, but it was something like Santa upsets children at party by Jumping out, stripping off all of his clothes and yelling, get the f*** out! Because <laughs> a fire alarm went off. 
And the the article just does not disappoint. So this is the first paragraph. Organizers of a Christmas event have apologized to outraged parents after a fire alarm reportedly prompted Santa Claus to burst out of his grotto, rip off his beard, and scream at children to get the fuck out. Uh, first question. Grotto? Question mark? <laughs> was Santa at the Playboy Mansion. That's what, I, that's what I pictured. And then, Jay, you said that in England... Where this I happened. asked because I was like, "Why was Santa in a grotto? That sounds terrible." And then, or or awesome, depending. We don't kink shame here on this podcast. That's, yeah, maybe he's going to Sex Island later. And yeah, then, um, and then we looked it up, and it's in Britain. They call it Santa's Grotto, which is like his workshop, I assume. I guess so. Yeah, sure. So he jumped out of his grotto, took off his costume, <laughs> and screamed to get the fuck out. Also, it doesn't sound like there was a fire, so it is kind of weird. I cannot imagine hearing a fire alarm and reacting with the that same. Strongly. Yeah. yeah, I usually sit in my apartment and I'm like, "Let me see if this is real or not," which is terrible. <laughs> but it, I'm in the middle of a match on Fortnite. I'm not going to get out. What if this was the one I was going to win? <laughs> uh, it, the article goes on um, while parents and children were already evacuating. So he really didn't need to be that crazy. Santa Claus tore into the room and started causing havoc. A customer said on Facebook. Uh, he ripped off his hat and beard in front of 50-odd kids. Well, why were the kids odd? We <laughs> 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 got to hyphenate people. Uh, and he started shouting and swearing at people to leave. You should be ashamed of yourself acting like that. Oh, sorry, he was British. You should be ashamed of yourself acting like that in front of children. There's no way he should be allowed near a child. Like, I don't know. I say get the fuck out of here in front of kids a lot. Not when you're hired to pretend to be Santa Claus. I'm not saying that... I, I, first of all, that's never been a situation I've been in. But Still I've time. been hired to do things with kids and I say bad words. I can't help it. If you think you're in danger, you yell, get the fuck. He wasn't saying get the fuck out of my way. He didn't George Costanza the situation. He didn't <laughs> shove the old lady so he could get to the exit. He just said, let's all get out of here. Uh, a mother, A mother told local news outlet Cambridgeshire Live... My friend's little boy was upset as his dad was carrying him when Santa told him to get the out, adding that she had to tell her children that the man wasn't the real Santa but an imposter who would be going on the naughty list. Ooh, that's a good uh, good cover. I don't know if that is a good cover. I think so. An imposter. Okay. Uh, also, this stood out to me. They call, well, this is just flowery writing by CNN, but this nightmare before Christmas prompted an apology from the events organizer, uh, organizers who explained that the fire alarm had gone off <clears throat> in an unrelated family-friendly rave taking place in the same building. <laughs> the f*** is a family-friendly rave? What is going on in England? It's like more glow sticks, fewer drugs. Santa's in a grotto. The kids are at raves. What are we doing? How the hell could you be? If there's any place where Santa can yell, get the fuck out, it sounds like England. Well, no, that's in the not family-friendly rave. That's uh, the adult rave. He can. Say uh, that. What makes a rave a rave if not the drugs? Glow sticks. I think technically the music you have to have and the sticks. lights. I don't. Family friendly rave. Just call it a night party or something. Oh, there was another Santa story. Uh, six Santas. Eight. Sorry, eight Santas uh, got into a fight in Union Square. It was caught on video on Saturday night. Go look it up. <laughs> It was probably, Santa was it Con. a, yeah, I was going to say, was it Santa the Con? The worst thing yeah. that ever I, happened to I, the world. I always make sure to be out of the city on Santa Con. Just nowhere near it. Don't go anywhere close to it. It is a bad, it's a bad place. And I don't like it. Poor Santa. Just have his image misrepresented like that. It's not I feel fair. for the guy. Do you? Yeah. When has your image been misrepresented? I just, I feel for oh, him. Empathize. I got yeah. it. I got it. I got it. Yeah, so that sucks, but um, 
Family-friendly rave. Okay, and then lastly, number six. It's the sixth story! Uh, Eric or Iraq Ortega and Adam Quasilla. Why can't you guys make this easy for me? Wanted to talk about the Suns. Want to talk about what's going on with the Suns and Sarver. Uh, I had not seen this because, again, cave. I'm six hours of sleep in a cave. In a grotto. Uh, so the Arizona Republic reported on Wednesday that... Um, Robert Sarver, the owner of the Suns, recently called a council member and said he would take the team to Seattle or Las Vegas if the arena deal doesn't go through, which, like, we've sung this song before. This is what owners do when they don't get their way. Uh, And there was a bunch of meetings. There was a a Phoenix City Council meeting to vote to approve $230 million in renovations. At that meeting, they voted to postpone it until January 23rd. Uh, so that residents can attend five public meetings to be held around Phoenix to discuss the project. And I believe it was at that meeting that Greta Rogers got up and uh, spoke her piece. Jay, do we have a clip of Greta Rogers? We do. Mr. Sarver has done nothing to improve this team in the 14 years he's owned it. He's never funded or bought, paid for, two or three key players which make any sports team, professional sports team, successful or on the road to success. He's so tight, he squeaks when he walks. (laughs) (laughs) Wow! Get him. so tight, he squeaks when he walks. I'm disappointed in that room. Maybe I don't know the rules about Phoenix City Council. Maybe there are rules against applause. But at that <laughs> moment, the fact that nobody stood up. She wasn't reading, by the way. She was just speaking from the heart. Yeah. And she basically said, listen, you haven't drafted anyone good in the last few years. You're not making the right moves to make our team good. I love when old ladies love sports. I love it so much. It's my favorite thing. Because you can tell they've had to know more than everybody because they're a woman that loves sports at a time when they weren't even allowed to open their own bank account. And they're like, oh, God, I just loved it. I think she's great. I think she's great. You clearly didn't like her. You're being silent. What? I'm not. I'm <laughs> grinning from ear to ear. I love Greta. She's so great. Giving him the business. Uh, Sarver then came out and like put a video on his Twitter or something and said, I'm 100% all in and keeping this team right here where we stand. I want to make sure that's crystal clear to all of you. Adam, I don't. Whenever some like an owner talks about a team and moving and they're like, I don't want to move it. I'm like, I don't believe a word out of you. Yeah. You'll do whatever you have to do. Um, they... They're, the deal that they're looking for would revamp the thirty, almost 30-year-old arena. It's the oldest in the NBA that's not currently being renovated. And the Suns agreed to a 40-year lease in 1992, but the deal included a provision for the team to opt out at 30 years. So I assume that's what they're talking about. It's coming up on the 20th. 30th year, yeah, so okay. they're thinking about getting out. But cool, uh, awesome, rich people uh, screwing over not rich people. Shout out to Greta Rogers. <laughs> so that's it for the news. I mean, I feel informed. I learned all about sports-related things, like Sex Island <laughs> and uh, Santa's acting bad at parties. I learned about grottos. What'd you learn, Ash? Uh, I learned about old ladies. Yep. And I learned about the whalers. Yeah. And that the Boston Bruins used to be the Boston no, whalers. No, that's not. Nope. The Hartford whalers were the Boston whalers. The, uh, yes. They were the Bruins. They were the... 
Wait, there, what? Separate. There was two teams in Boston at the same time? It's a lot of hockey. I think so. I don't know. Now I have to out. check. No, just cut God all damn it. Cut, cut all that part. I'm going to do Ashley. What did you learn? And then just say two things I'm you learned. Say words. I already Kay. forgot everything we. I, talked so about. did I. That's why I looked back <laughs> and why I threw it to you because I ran out of things to say. Okay. You can say that they used to be in Boston. I know that it was for two years. I just don't know if they were at the same. Yeah. They were uh, in the WHA. It was different. It's a got different it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ashley, what did you learn? Well, I learned that Maroon Five is you know problematic. And I, uh, <laughs> I learned that Liverpool's at the top of the table. Top of the table, Jay. What'd you learn? Oh, I learned so many things about Great. so many islands. Awesome. <laughs> Great. Glad you guys were all paying attention. Uh, we're going to get to this awesome game I can't wait for in a second, but today's podcast also brought to you by SeatGeek. So, Ashley, tell me how you want me to tell people about SeatGeek. Well, despite your British accent, I think we should do it um, in honor of Greta Rogers and do it as an old lady giving him the business. Okay. Getting tickets online can be far too complicated. With hundreds of sites at varying levels of reliability, it's hard to know who to trust. Not Robert Sarver, that's for sure. That's why SeatGeek is the way to go. SeatGeek pulls millions of tickets into one place so that you can easily find the seats you want for a price you're willing to pay. You pay it, not us, the people of the town. There's nothing quite like being there in person, which I couldn't be if you moved it to Las Vegas. But either way, at least I could count on SeatGeek. To get me closer to the action for a great value. Are you familiar with the term value? I'm turning into Joan Rivers again. You really are. I can't help it. That's great. I thought I had it. I'm also trying not to be offensive to old ladies. SeatGeek is designed to make your ticket buying experience easier than ever. I can't do an old lady. Can I be Joan Rivers? Sure. Sure. Yes. By searching. I'm just going to, it helps if I give her a New York accent. Why? I don't know. I Cave. <laughs> By searching multiple ticket sites and grading every ticket based on value, SeatGeek helps you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget. I'm supposed to be giving him the business. Yeah. Give it to him. I have a wooden spoon in my hand. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Plus... Every purchase is fully guaranteed, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Make SeatGeek your go-to. See, there it is. Ticket source for everything (laughs) from sports and concerts to comedy and theater. I actually have the SeatGeek app on my nephew's phone. <laughs> he lets me use it. He shows me with the buttons. And it is by far the hardest way I've found to shop for tickets, though he says it's the easiest. I'll take his word for it. He used SeatGeek to buy me tickets to... uh, uh um, the, I'm sorry, I'm forgetful in my old age... Uh, Tony Bennett. 
He has the voice of an angel. <laughs> Best of all, everyone here gets $10 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app. What? What is that? <laughs> and enter promo code NOLAN today. Should be promo code Greta, but it's not. <laughs> That's promo code Nolan for $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event. You should be fired. (laughs) SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. I don't know why she was New York. I don't know why anything is the way that it is. What I do know is we've arrived at the portion of the podcast I have looked forward to for five entire days. Six, seven, I don't know. This weekend, Ashley sent me the following text. You know how, this was two separate texts, sorry. You know how people misuse the word literally? And then right after that, she sent, I literally just did the dumbest thing I've ever done in my entire life. So clearly an amazing tease. I said, what happened? And she said, I'm going to save it for the pod. That was Sunday, and it's now Friday, and I have been with her every minute of every day since, And I've been dying to figure out what it is, and she's held on strong. So what we've decided is that I'm going to ask 20 questions, 20 yes or no questions, to try to figure out what it was that Ashley did over the weekend that was so embarrassing. Ashley. Yes. Are you ready? Does that count as a question? No. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. What a rude thing. Sorry. Okay. Here we go. Does it involve Austin, your son? No. Jesus. Does it involve anyone other than you? No. God. Okay. Um, is you're keeping track of how many I've mm-hmm. asked? Okay. Is uh, did it happen at your house? Yes. Just to clarify, your apartment my apartment in New York. In, yeah, I figured. Um, did anyone see it happen? No. Did it happen in the bathroom? <laughs> no. Thank God. Uh, did it happen in the kitchen? Yes. Okay. Um, did you hurt yourself in any way? Yes. So you hurt yourself in your kitchen. Does it involve the stove? No. The way that you hurt yourself, was there physical evidence of it? Like a bruise or a burn mark or something? Yes. Did it involve your dogs? No. That's 10 questions halfway there. Okay. Uh, Did you forget something? No. Okay. Uh, could this have happened to anywhere other than the kitchen? Yes. That's a good question. Um, so kitchen's not important. Um, did you... Did you fall in some way? No. So you were hurt. There's physical evidence of it. It happened in your kitchen, but that doesn't really matter. And you didn't fall. Correct. Okay. Uh, 
Did it involve your phone in any way? No. Okay. Were you doing something embarrassing when you hurt yourself or was hurting yourself the embarrassing thing? That's probably a bad question. I'm thinking of the time I was dancing to Christmas music and twisted my ankle and was like, <laughs> nope, that's stupid. You, so I threw myself down the stairs. My parents would I, I think that. It's okay. We can do another question. I've already only have six left and okay. I don't want it, want it to be that. Uh, was there blood? No. Does it still hurt? No. Except my pride. <laughs> Four more questions. She didn't fall. Doesn't involve anything in the kitchen. It hurt. There was no blood. Did you, did you, did you cry or laugh? Nope, can't do that. That's not yes or no. Did you drop something? No. Did you, do you... God, this is I'm going to give you a little bit more context. Okay. I didn't drop something in the act of hurting myself. Like that's not what caused the hurt. But, but we immediately were... afterwards, I dropped something. Okay. I was holding something. Okay. That caused it. And okay. then I dropped that thing. Okay. Did you, um, is the body part that got hurt your hands? No. <laughs> What? I'm dreading having to tell that. I know this is the last question. Now. No, no, you have two more. Okay, that's on the angle. Um, that's the dumbest way I've ever seen someone do a numbered list. By the way. Uh, okay. Did Jay? Do you have one? I, I'm. She didn't fall. I like. I'm trying to picture Ashley's kitchen. I feel like it, is it. I don't want to ask. The kitchen's not relevant. I know. I'm trying to figure out. Did you? So. It was the thing that was in your hand that caused it. That's what she just said, right? Mm-hmm. But I asked if what got hurt was her hand, and she said no. I wonder, like, <laughs> was the thing that was in your hand a mach- some sort of machine? Like, was it electronic? It was not electronic. All right, last question. Uh, is it something you've ever seen anyone do before, even on TV? <laughs> no. Even on TV. No. God, really? Really? Okay, so now this is where we guess. Okay, I think you, I can't get out of my head that you like picked up something hot and it burnt your hand and you didn't know that it was, did you put something in the microwave that you shouldn't have? No. No, because it didn't involve the you're kitchen. closer on the first one. Okay. What yeah. do you got, Jay? I feel like she was like making a grilled cheese and then like. Very specific. Giving a piece of cheese to my dog. Yeah, I was just picturing the grilled cheese situation from last week. Wait, did you uh, put a knife on something upside down and push your hand into it? To, nope, you would clearly have blood and a scar. Nope, no, never mind. It's And that's not that dumb. Okay, it is. Did you get a bruise? No. That's what I was picturing. God, duh, what happened? Tell it from the beginning. Tell it all. <clears throat> okay, set the scene. The stupidest thing anyone's ever done. No, <laughs> I have ever done. Okay. Um, Probably somebody else, though, too. I never genuinely anything. thought about Googling it to see if anyone Just else had. Let's go. Uh, it was Sunday. I was trying to get our apartment ready for the holidays. So, like, I hung up some lights. I was, like, decorating our little fake tree. I baked cookies. I got a... Um, you stapled your hand? No. Okay. I got a, like, apple cinnamon candle. Cool. One of those nice scented ones. Yeah. And our... 
our little electric lighter, the long one that has the trigger, yep. was out. But we had matches. Okay. So I got the matches. Yeah. I lit a match. Yep. And I leaned in to like inhale the scent of the candle. No. But I, I didn't I, I didn't light the candle first. What? And I didn't smell the candle. I Smelled the match? I smelled the lit match. You smelled a match? I put the match up to my face and went, oh, and God. immediately what? it went, <laughs> oh my God. So I threw, I threw the, the match into the candle. I was like, what did I just do? Because I didn't burn my face. What? But I had just a whole smoke. So I'm like, coughing, throat, like paralyzed. Oh my God. Paralyzed. Oh my God. And I'm just like, look around. No one saw me. No one was there. And then just the smell of burnt hair. Oh, all day probably. I singed off all, all my nose, nose hair. Oh my God. I had to go get a wet, like four wet Q-tips oh. to give me the worst headache oh. from the smell of burnt hair in my nose. Oh no. For like four hours. You idiot. I smelled a lit My brain just did. You need didn't. a vacation. I, I struck it and then went. Oh my God. If anyone was watching, it had to be the funniest looking thing. I don't know. What I'm oh my God. I have like. 85% of my nose hair is gone. Yeah, um, now that I know, I'm looking like she's got a bald nose. <laughs> but that's why you have nose hair, because you didn't burn your nose. No, I didn't. I didn't. It went, it made oh, this like, sizzle my God. sound. I thought you would have noticed how many tissues I've needed this no. week. <laughs> okay, if it's, if, let me, let me make it a little less bad on you. I think the reason that happened, A, you aren't getting enough sleep. <laughs> You're working all the time and you're constantly stressed out. But B, lighting a match adds an extra step to something we normally is one step. It adds yeah. maybe two extra steps. So a lighter, you just, the light's there. You let go of it. The light goes away. A match, you have to take the match out. You have to light the match. And then you have to be aware of the fact you're holding live fire. And if you just stop holding it, it doesn't go out. You have to blow it out. Like, when I've used matches instead of a lighter, I sometimes like put down the lit match and then I'm like, oh, Jesus, that's still lit. Yeah. So it's a little bit, I can kind that of. That makes more sense. Kind of. And I appreciate I just, you. Thank you. But I, I, I think you're smart. I, I didn't, like, I meant to smell the candle mm. and I didn't. Yeah, that's, I can't help with that part. <laughs> like, I was going to smell the unlit candle. No, I understood. I'm just trying it to was, help. It, there's nothing that you could do to help. You lit. I smelled, you smelled a lit I put match. a. a Flame to my nose and you inhaled it. In. You're lucky I nothing su- worse happened. I yeah. thought I was gonna like have like a, a like burnt. a esophageal like, or could whatever. Have yeah, burnt my face. Yeah, you could have also burnt like your the, it the pathways. Could have been really bad. Yeah, dude. That's, Instead, I'm I just have a bald like idiot. Nose. <laughs> Steve said there was so much to the story. That's not that much. It, no, there was just like other things happened later in the day. Like what? Like we went to the bar to watch football. And I almost got in a fight. What? Yeah. What? Somebody was like really aggressively rooting for the Cowboys during the Eagles-Cowboys game. Uh-huh. And I would like turn around and give them like a death glare because I'm not used to watching football in public. Right. It's been a while. Yeah. And the dude was in a Jets shirt. Like 
what? Uh, uh, like loudly rooting for the Cowboys. So you Cowboys. think it was to piss you off because you were wearing your ugly, I, lovely I, Eagles sweatshirt? <laughs> Sorry, I said lovely. It sounded like I, He was like genuinely invested. I bet he bet on the game. Oh, but maybe. like you're not allowed to root that hard and like yeah. anti a team. So did you say something? To I you? well, I was holding my son, oh my and God. like when the Eagles, I love this I like story. Stood up and like <laughs> waggled my kid in his face, and then what? all the like Giants fans came over and gave us fist bumps. But wait, then the Eagles wait. lost. Was he wearing Eagle stuff? Your kid? No, I was, I was, and I was holding him. You just used your child as a weapon? No, I was. He was sitting on my lap, and then uh-huh. I stood up to celebrate, still holding my son, oh, and like turned around and faced him, and like. Waggled the kid. Waggled myself and then also my kid as right. little legs were. Right. At the, like I was facing the TV was in front of me and I turned around to do my wiggle Good. dance. You should. At the Jets guy. When I was in Florida for the, for, to watch a Pats game, there was a guy behind me that was rooting for, I don't even remember who we were playing and I just kept like shooting him death stares. Yeah. Imagine Jets, if he was actually. in a different jersey. It's just yeah. like, you're not allowed to do that. And then when we got in the car. Uh-oh, more. There's uh, more. I was holding like a, one of those brown paper bags of like to-go stuff. Of booze. No. Oh. And then as I 40? climbed in, <laughs> it was Austin. I was like O-E. trying to like get into the car and I raised the bag. I don't know what happened. And I like scraped what? my eye with the, I got a Ashley. paper cut on my eyeball. Okay. Let's wrap up the podcast. You need a nap. It was bad. You need to go to sleep. It wasn't a good day for You're me. not sleeping enough. I know. Your brain is misfiring. That's really what's happening. And that's really yeah. scary. Mm-hmm. And you've got a baby. I do. And so it's, we're very lucky that all you did <laughs> was hilarious. Let's <laughs> get a paper cut on your eye and, and cinch s- off and your nose. And breathe hair. in fire. <laughs> You opposite dragon. <laughs> you inhaled uh, fire. No. Uh, Jay, do we have time for another voicemail? Yeah, let's do one last one. We'll do a quick one. But first, uh, one more sponsor of this podcast. And it's a new one. 1-800-Flowers. Ashley, how would you like me to do this? I think you should do this one as if you were a woman who's like subtly trying to get her man to buy her flowers. <clears throat> Finally in my wheelhouse. <laughs> hey, you know Christmas is... Right around the corner, right? And you know how you know is because that this is when 1-800-Flowers.com releases their one-of-a-kind, best-selling uh, holiday arrangement. It's the holiday flower tree. Maybe you've seen me Googling it, looking <laughs> at pictures of it. It's the one I told you uh, Sarah got last week, and Sarah. she was so happy about it. And like, um, it, like her and her husband, like, like oh, it's so great! And they just had so much fun with the holiday flower tree. What? It's sorry, it's not important. Uh, whether you know, if you're short on time, maybe, or if you're like searching for the perfect present, or maybe you just want to like brighten up the home for a friend or a <clears throat> loved one. One eight hundred flowers has the perfect arrangement and deal for you. You know, the proverbial you. I don't mean specifically you. It's for anyone. These deals, they're for anyone who wants to do it, for someone they love who might like flowers. <laughs> right now, uh, when you order the beautifully handcrafted holiday flower tree that I was just talking about, you get 20% off. You don't even have to pay for 100% of it. You only have to pay 80%. That's a hand-designed 1-800-Flowers holiday flower tree 20% off, not of the tree. You get the full tree for just 80% of what it normally costs. Like, if you were going to buy it, now seems like the time. If you could just think of someone to buy it for. You want to know more about it? Sure. Uh, it's elegantly hand-designed with fragrant greenery, which I love fragrant greenery. I've always said that. You've always said that. It's roses, mini carnations, 
how often am I going, oh my God, mini carnations, my favorite flower. And everyone's like, what about regular size? I'm like, fine, but mini's a lot cuter. And it has a merry red bow on the top, my favorite color. And it makes it, you know, truly a one of a kind gift for a one of a kind person. If only you knew a person like that. You know, it's it's perfect for spreading joy in your own home, uh, our own home that we share together. <laughs> we split the mortgage on maybe, uh, you know, that's where you could put this tree or you could give it you could just make it a, a gift for somebody else's home like a friend or family but most important i think the i think what 1-800 flowers wants is for you to put it in your own home yeah it feels like mm. right so uh it's it's just time for the holidays holiday flower trees again what it's called i've said it a lot but you know you've written it down right i just didn't see you take a pen out or anything it's from 1-800 flowers it's available for same day delivery so like let's say you wanted to go above and beyond give it to somebody right now today you could have gotten it between the time I started talking about it and now. <laughs> you could be doing that. 20% off the gorgeous 1-800-Flowers holiday flower tree. That's an amazing offer for an amazing woman in your life or a man, whatever. But just uh, you should get it. But you have to hurry. The offer ends today, Friday. It looks like a Christmas tree. It's a Christmas tree with flowers on it. Who wouldn't love that? I would love it. I would love it. I'm not saying buy it for me. That's not what I'm saying. Is that what you... Not explicitly. Is that what you thought I was saying? Oh, you thought I wanted you to buy it for me? No, I would never tell you to buy me something. Ever. I would never do that. But when it comes to meaningful holiday moments, I just think we should trust in the quality bouquets of oneanderflowers.com. <laughs> and if, if, if you wanted the instructions on how to get it, not for me somebody else, uh, you go to 1-800-Flowers.com, you click the radio icon, and you enter code NOLAN. That's 1-800-Flowers.com. Okay, code, you're writing it down, code NOLAN. <laughs> and the offer ends today, so if you were going to get it. I want the flowers, John! <laughs> I want them! <laughs> that was funny. Thank you, you're funny. Hit me with a voicemail, Jay! Hi, Katie. My name is Jorge from Hackensack, New Jersey. Hackensack! And my question is, is there a movie from your childhood that you remember loving fondly and then only to rewatch it as an adult and realize, oh my God, this is the most horrible thing I've ever seen? <laughs> in my case being, I finally remember watching a soccer movie called Ladybug. Ladybugs! Whoa! Only to rewatch it as an adult. And realize it is wildly problematic on <laughs> so many levels. But just wanted to know what's your movie that you've seen. Love you. Mean it. Thank you for your question, Jorge. Oh, my God, Jorge, that dressing room scene, it's bad. I've never seen it. Oh, it's like this. I mean, Rodney Dangerfield's in it. That's really all you need to know. They dress up a boy to be on a girls' soccer team to oh, make them better. Gosh. Oh, goodness. It's a whole... It's very, Oh, goodness. Yeah. To make it's a them great better. film. I mean, maybe it's not... I haven't watched it as an adult, but yeah. I loved it as a kid. Sounds pretty bad. <laughs> uh, Love Actually. Ugh. Oh. Yeah. I, I'm not kidding. I don't like... That's going to come out wrong. There's. I'm not a movie person. I like watching movies, but I've never been a person... I don't know. Maybe it's because I was raised in a house. We never owned any DVDs or, or VHS. We didn't own movies. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I would go to my friends' houses and they'd have these big stacks of movies that they owned. And I was always like, have you seen them yet? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, why do you own them then? Because like, I watch them multiple times. I'm like, why would you do that? Oh, that's interesting. I just wasn't ever like so a... Re- like like I wouldn't reread yeah. a book back then. I Now I do, but I wouldn't... 
I'm less likely to rewatch a movie unless I felt like I didn't understand it and I need to watch it again to understand it better. I don't know. I know that's not a desirable quality. People like to be obsessed with movies and I just wasn't. Love Actually, for some reason, I was obsessed with that movie. I used to watch it so many times. I have seen that movie so many times. I haven't now watched it in years, but I bet I could still recite almost word for word. Back then, I could do every single word without trying. That's crazy. And now I look back and I'm like, wait, so many of the 90 storylines in this film are just terrible. (laughs) It's like you could just put one storyline in the movie and develop it like actual humans instead of being like, all these caricatures of people are experiencing the holidays. It's like, yeah, but you didn't actually, none of those storylines are realistic. I do love two kids falling in love. I think that's adorable. Mm. I do love the uh, the um, who is it that plays the older woman who catches her husband cheating on him and cries to is Joni Mitchell. Street? No, it's uh, the other one. Jay. Jay. The other woman. Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson. Oh, Emma Thompson. Yeah. Uh, when she's like, Joni Mitchell taught me to cry. Now I got that line wrong. That's not what it is, but it's uh, whatever. Um, taught me how to feel. That's what it was. That's beautiful. Whatever. She's great. That storyline isn't like dumb. But the rest of them, like, mm, mm, oh, it's a little weird. Right. And they don't make any sense. And I really, even when I liked it back then, I'm like, I don't need this weird porn stand in storyline. <laughs> I really don't. It's really not necessary. Watson. So that's the movie. Uh, mine's The Newsies. Or just I've never seen it. Newsies. Yeah. I loved it growing up. Uh, sang all the songs. It was great. Yeah. Randomly, maybe like four or five years ago, my mom came up to visit and like asked if we could put it on because I own it as an adult. Mm. And we put it on. She fell asleep and I watched it. And I'm like, this is terrible. Yeah. This is so bad. Like just bad acting or like bad, like just, ugh, well, Christian awkward. Bale's the star of it. Yeah, I knew um, that. But just like scenes that don't make sense. There's a whole like, yeah, it's uh, it, it's not as, it, it didn't hold up. Didn't hold up. Spot Collins, though. Spot for life. Hmm? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Taught your old English wife how to feel, I believe is the line. Just mm. I was just digging through it in my head. Never fear. Uh, uh, Brooklyn's here. What? Don't worry um, about it. <laughs> this isn't a movie that I liked as a kid, but I will say, uh, you know, when uh, I've long had this thing where I'm like, okay, I'm going to be a movie person. I'm going to watch all the movies that everyone says you've got to see. I started with Animal House. Okay. I didn't watch any of the others. <laughs> I was like, if this is what all these old classics are like, that movie is, I know, you may be connected to it because you watched it years ago. It's fucking not okay. There's a lot in there that's like, what? So, uh, yeah. movies don't age well. Jay, what do you got? Austin Powers, I saw the other day, oh. and I was just like, that movie sucks. Yeah, I don't think I could go back and watch a bunch of things. Like, I, does Ace Ventura hold up? I like no I'm afraid to I'm afraid like to the find same out. I had to kill Jim Carrey so it doesn't matter oh yeah I was dead now bad choice also I didn't even mention Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind when you killed Jim Carrey a lot of people did yeah, yeah. later the Truman Show like, I mentioned that? that's the one I liked yeah yeah you're crazy yep all right that's it for this week's edition of sports we're Woo! sorry but we're also not like you got two TV shows from us this week and so we're still sorry deal with it shout out to quip 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 <laughs> Geek. <laughs> and 
No, seriously, I, I don't even want them from 1-800-Flowers. <laughs> and a big thanks to you guys for listening now and then again later and then again later and then again later. And then, hey, if, happy holidays. Ten. Ten? Let's, ten. Look, Whoa. I don't ask a lot. You can push play and go to another room. But I need that ten. I need it. You guys have been coming through with the fl- the five. Some people have been pushing it six. I need that ten. Let me get it. I believe in you guys. Just push play. Be without your phone for a little bit. You don't need it. You could probably push play, hit it on 2x, oh, 2x that's speed, smart. That's really and then smart. turn the volume mm. all the way down. It still plays in the background. <laughs> or you could just leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast, uh, which, by the way, we read and we love them. Like this one from, oh, thanks, Ash. You made this easy. <laughs> like this one from P-P-P-G-R-J-M-D-Y-U-J-M, which is pronounced <laughs> Gajum, which says... It's good. <laughs> and lastly, don't forget, you can always... Hold on. What? Viva for voicemail. Don't forget, you can always inhale a match at 860-506-5571. Say goodbye, Ashley. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Jay. Bye. Bye, love you, mean it. Simply Safe Home Security is like getting commercial-grade enterprise-level security, but for your own home. Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know police are going to be on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. If there's a break-in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime, and that means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. With Simply Safe, you get comprehensive protection for your home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's all monitored 24-7 by live security professionals. You can set up your system yourself with no tools needed, or Simply Safe's experts can do it for you. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com slash Nolan today to get free shipping on your order, plus a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash Nolan to save on home security today. Simplysafe.com slash Nolan.